At the edge of the wild, across the northern borders of Rohan, bordering the Limlight River, is the Kuthstan. It consists of palisades strung with horse banners, a small camp completely covered by the shadowy, colossal statue they call the Stone of Friendship. It is one of the many outlying camps of the Rohirrim, here over the northern boundaries of the Mark. I'm not entirely sure why they're here. There is, of course, the tending of the bounds, as there are many dangers here in the latter days of the Third Age. There is Stangard, a kind of work camp for Rohirrim in need of, shall we say, getting themselves together. But as is their wont, orcs have come down from the mountains, nasty, wild, feral creatures are foraying in the Limlight Gorge near the eaves of Fangorn Forest, and the Rohirrim must respond to the call. It's not hard to imagine, as the Rohirrim were a numerous bunch. Remember how Theoden called up about 6,000 riders in no time? Yeah, numerous. And it was that age-old bond between the men of Gondor and the Aer Lingus that sent Theoden to war, and it is here at the Kuthstan, looming over us like, well, a giant statue, that the memory of Aeorl the Young riding to the aid of Kyrian at the Battle of Celebrant is recounted. It's the Kuthstan, and you are listening to Beneath Your Feet. Since the announcement of the Riders of Rohan expansion coming this fall, my near obsession with the Rohirrim has come back with a vengeance hungry for yellow hair and Anglo-Saxon poetry. Best of all, I'll get to start doing podcast episodes set right in the Rittermark. For now, this new area of the Great River will have to suffice. So let's briefly paint the picture. Just across the River Limlight, the northern frontier of the Kingdom of Rohan, several bands of Rohirrim have set up camps. Most are there in the charge of Stangard, led by Stanric. It is, as I said, an outpost of men paying for petty crimes but nonetheless loyal to Theoden King and their nation of Rohan. Since Wormtongue had been in the ear of Theoden for some time at this point, it's not hard to imagine a good percentage of these guys being sent off for crimes of jaywalking or other such nonsense. Some are hunter parties that we interact with, even at the behest of the elves of Lothlorien, who are worried at the men coming so close to the edge of the Golden Wood. The camp at Kustan is one of the former groups. Soldiers sent to this uninhabited no-man's land near the field of Celebrant and between those mysterious forests of Fangorn and Lothlorien. They stand guard at the foot of the area's namesake, the Stone of Friendship. As I'm often curious for the obvious, I exercised some Google Kung Fu and quickly found an Anglo-Saxon dictionary and, of course, Kuthstan is simply Old English for Friendship Stone. Kuth, which is properly spelt with the thorn symbol, means friendly or familiar or well-known. Stan simply means stone in the sense of a building material. This is another thing worth looking forward to with Rohan. The place names, both from the text and those invented by Turbine, will be rooted in the Rohiric language. Their tongue is represented in the Lord of the Rings by Anglo-Saxon, or Old English, a specialty of Tolkien. It's widely held that the Old English poem Christ, the story of Eärendil the Wanderer, served to both enamor a younger Tolkien to the language of his ancient countrymen, and also to begin the web of tales we would later know as Middle-earth. Tolkien created a character very similar to the hero of Christ, and by almost the same name when he wrote the tale of Eärendil the Mariner. Listen for the similarities in the opening lines that read thus. Hail Eärendil, brightest of angels, over middle yard to men sent, and true radiance of the sun bright above the stars, every season thou of thyself ever illuminest. I won't try to read it in Anglo-Saxon, but I will link it in the show notes. 
It's this kind of thing, though, that I hope to see once we fully get into Rohan proper. Just as much of Eriador and beyond is covered in locales named Incinderin, the Rittermark should have many intriguing Old English names just like the Kuthstan. We are first sent to the camp when the men of Stangard inform us that the stone and the surrounding lands are being harried by orcs and the defenders need some backup. Upon arrival, we learn that the orcs have, per usual, been defiling the statue, and it's up to us to hunt them down and deliver swift justice. Pretty standard stuff, but the significance is not so much in the quest line as it is in the monument itself. The Kustan was, in Turbine's adaptation of Middle-earth, erected to commemorate the victory at the Battle of the Field of Celebrant. I know I'm starting to sound like a broken record, but I feel I would be remiss if I did not put such additions to that age-old test, possible, probable, or neither. Of course, there is no mention of such a giant statue in the books. So, is Turbine's inclusion of such a thing simply heresy, or a welcome smudge in the gray areas left by Tolkien? Well, they've made a lot of smudges before, some good, some bad, but the Kustan, I think, is a good one if only for the reason that it will make passersby stop and think about what the heck is going on. While it's definitely more on the possible side of things and less on the probable, the Gondorians were always building stuff, so why not? Surely some Dunedain sculptor had an itch to build a stone of remembrance for the saving arrival of the Aotheod. So anyway, to set things up, it was a grim time for Gondor. They were in a weakened state after constant invasions and still reeling from the effects of the Great Plague a few centuries before. The northern borders of Gondor were soon to be invaded by the Balkoth, Easterlings crossing the Anduin. The Gondorians find out all too late of the imminent attack, but who is there to call? Only the Aotheod. I won't get into a full history of the Rohirrim here, but they are, of course, a horse-loving people distantly related to the Gondorians as they too are descendants of the Edine, men of the First Age who moved into Beleriand and befriended the elves there and put a hurtin' on old Morgoth. Previously, there had been no real contact between the two peoples for a long, long time, but Aeorl, after some deliberation, says to the Gondorian messenger, I will come. If the Munberg falls, whither shall we flee from the darkness? Meanwhile, further south, the Balkoth were met by the northern armies of Gondor at the field of Celebrant, just down the way from where the Kustan is. They were outnumbered, ill-prepared, and, of course, caught in the flank by an orc army come down from the Misty Mountains. They were also totally unexpecting of any help at all, because even if the Gondorian messengers made it through the dangers of the ride, who knew whether or not the Aotheod would aid them? And aid them they did. At the eleventh hour, Aeorl the Young charged his people directly into the rearguard of the Balkoth, slaying and singing as they went, saving Gondor and sending the invaders with great fear over the limelight. Cue the battle track. As a reward for their heroic efforts, Kyrian, then steward of Gondor, gave the relatively uninhabited lands between the River Limlight and the White Mountains to Aeorl and his people. They soon cleaned out the Dunlending riffraff who had been squatting there, and changed the name from Kalinarthen to the Rittermark. Popularly, it's known as Rohan, the cinder and name for horse country. If you have a look at the unfinished tales, there's a full account of the events preceding the battle, the battle itself, and the aftermath. When Kyrian passes the lands of Kalinarthen to Aeorl, Vows are sworn and the two nations are essentially wedded together. 
Their enemies shall be our enemies. Stuff like that. It is these vows that so bind Rohan and Gondor and precede the even more famous ride of the Rohirrim during the events of the War of the Ring. And so here, 600 years later, remains the Kuthstan, a massive reminder of the unending friendship between the two realms. In The Lord of the Rings, it takes only a red arrow to remind Theoden of his vows and his history, but it's nice to have a 200-foot statue here as well. This has been episode 14 of the Beneath Your Feet podcast. Please send any questions, comments, screenshots, poems, songs, short stories, anything at all to shipwreck at lotrobeneathyourfeet.com. For more information on the Kuthstan, Old English, and links to this episode's music, check the show notes on my blog at www.lotrobeneathyourfeet.com. From there, you can view old screenshots and episodes, follow on Facebook or Google+, and subscribe on iTunes. Stay tuned, and thank you again for listening. My name is Shipwreck, and we'll see you next time when we go beneath your feet.